Well, hello. Uh, thank you for listening again. Here I am. I'm Zach Lyman, your host of the Zach Lyman podcast or LimeWire or whatever you feel like calling this thing that I do from time to time, which I'm going to do more often. And I say that every episode and that is just fine. Uh, again, this week I am not going to have a sponsor, uh, besides, uh, but besides my album, that will be the sponsor of this podcast. Please listen to my album. I worked really hard on it. Oh God. It's on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, I, I'm going to explain. This is a solo episode, kind of like what I, I used to do. I would have a guest and then the next week I would have a solo episode of me talking about things and comedy or whatever I felt like, you know, kind of relating and, and chatting it up with you guys. And, uh, this is a little bit different though because I have my friend Lou Moon here with me because Lou Moon was with me through most of the things I'm going to talk about. So I feel like uh, he, he'll probably remind me and have some good input on different topics that uh, came up throughout these situations. So today we're going to talk about comedy festivals, booking a comedy tour, what that's like, and also uh, just just a touch about my album that came out. Uh because it's important to me, and I'm sure some of you are like, how do you release an album? Well, I'll tell you the hard way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, whoa, hold on. I gotta do some intro music. So, in- intro music. And thank you for joining me, Lou Moon. Ah, th- thank you for having me, Zach. <laughs> Yet again, um, I didn't know the podcast was on LimeWire now. Is that why whenever I download episodes, it's ZachLimanPod.exe? .wave? Yeah, and then it's really just uh, uh, pictures of octopuses. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, that's not what I downloaded? Nope. That's not even a... Uh, exe is a... That's a program. And why are these photos coming up as programs? <laughs> I, I never used LimeWire. I was I was scared of being a pirate. Now it's uh I don't know if you know the history, but but the reason I say that uh, Lyman's Lounge, LimeWire, all those those were names people threw out when I came out with the podcast. Oh, okay. They were trying to come up with better names than Zach Lyman Podcast because they were like, "That's very simple and boring." <laughs> you, and I was you, like, "Well, it's me." <laughs> you do have a way of naming things that is very like confusing to me, so I understand that. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, "Why would you do that?" I'm like, "What? What else would come up in a search?" It's like we're gonna get into it right away. I had a feeling that we were gonna talk about this, but your album is called "Sorry I Am Late." Yes, and I am very happy with the title. Yeah, and the album cover and everything about it. Yeah, absolutely. It just irks me a little bit that it's not called "Sorry I'm Late." It has to be "Sorry I Am Late." Yeah, that's very much a Zach Lyman move. <laughs> and it, it just, it just like I, I'm not mad at it, but I am like bristly about it. Okay. Well, we'll get into we'll get into the album later in the show because yeah. I don't want it to feel like this is literally like a plug. <laughs> right. No, I I I have listened to the So, so yeah, we'll 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 talk about the album later. Uh the first thing we should talk about is um I wanted to bring the podcast back all the time. Right. We I, talk about I, it. I, yeah. Yeah, I you know, weekly, monthly, whatever it is. I've talked about it. and then we did an episode. Right. Yeah. And then I got very ill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for those of you not aware, um, that yeah, Zach has like a thing with his liver right now. Yeah, that I'm. Is. I'm just now getting stable. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably thirty pounds lighter than when we recorded that episode. Yeah. And uh, I feel very frail, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, buddy, uh, you look it. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah at least i'm not having all the other symptoms i was having and and, yeah. and uh things are getting better so i'm like one thing i really was motivated to do when i was laying in my deathbed was like record a podcast episode <laughs> gotta survive to do a podcast that, that's the thing that i would think about too if i was in my deathbed that's just like i need to make a final declaration <laughs> here's my thoughts <laughs> no one's gonna hear about the tour <laughs> 
I'm not going to die without people not knowing my opinions on candy. I need to say how much I love Junior Mints. <laughs> I have to tell you about Montana crowds. <laughs> Spoiler alert, they're fucking great. Love you, Montana. Yeah, Missoula was awesome. Missoula was um, awesome. Uh, I did a show with Andrew Rivers in uh, Great Falls as well. Yeah, so let's get into... Uh, let's start off with a, a, the the comedy tour. Mm-hmm. So you and I, yes. God, how long ago was that? Like six, seven months ago, we decided to go on tour. Yeah, I mean, like this maybe was... I mean even earlier than that. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, being going on tour for I mean at least for you and I, that was a thing we talked about when I was like a month into doing stand up. Yeah. Which I think we talked about on the last episode. Yeah, probably. We probably covered that a little bit. So, yeah, like, it's been a thing. You and I have done out-of-state shows before together. Yeah. And it was very clear, like, oh, I could I could go on tour with this person. Yeah. And so we, we put together uh, the Soda Boys tour. Yes. And the funny part about that <laughs> is when you name a tour so- Soda Boys. Yeah. And then you go to places that don't know who you are. Yeah, and- they go, oh, you're like a duo act. Yeah, and they set up two microphones. <laughs> they set up two microphones. They set up two microphones. This was the case in Missoula. That was, uh, they set up two microphones. <laughs> one corresponding to the left side of the room, and the other corresponding to the right side of the room. <laughs> yeah, unique choice. Unique choice, to say the least. Uh, chair for each of us. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it was very interesting. Uh, we did the Roxy Theater. Which was great. Had an so had an awesome turnout. Yeah, and uh, we got our names on the side of the building. Got got uh, got a got a big marquee for us, which is a, a cool experience. Like, yeah, that that was that's like a very big like ego thing for me. I think that was like very <laughs> exciting to see. It's like my name has been on marquees in like Phoenix before, like yeah. where I'm from and like where I started. But like to see it and just like. Oh, now other people in other states will know who I am. Yeah, <laughs> is like a very cool idea and feeling. Yeah, see, uh, I've had my name on marquees a limited amount of times. Several oh. times. I'm big time. I don't know about you. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. <laughs> I've had a limited amount of times, and but it was the. I will tell you, it was the first time I ever had my name on the marquee, and. Uh, and then going inside and like the manager being like, "Can I take a picture of you in front of the marquee?" That was yeah, a first. That was cool. That was like, yeah, that was fun. But yeah. it was like, it was just uh, the Roxy Theater. We will definitely do again. Uh, so Missoula, thank you for coming out. And uh, I, I loved that venue, and it was beautiful, yes. and it was built like 1800s or something ridiculous. Something crazy like that. Yeah, super old. That and Missoula is a very wonderful town. Yeah. I, um, like, very wonderful town, very good, nice comedy scene there, too. Yeah. Super nice comics. One of the comics came out just to introduce himself and be like, hey, we have another show going on later after your show. Yeah. You want to come hang out? Yeah. We're like, well, uh, that's unique. We never get invited to things. (laughs) Exactly. No, and that that was super nice. And then we saw, like, a bunch of, um... We saw like a bunch of local comics, and they were all super nice, and like they all great. See, they had a good turnout at yeah. their show, and it was it was a lot of fun. And you know, we even went out with some of the audience members. They went, they took us drinking and eating. Yeah, it was it was a good time. I had a good time, Missoula. I the only regret was that uh, uh, we we had so many shows to go to that we literally left that night. You know, I wish we could have hung out for a couple of days. Uh, Because it was just so beautiful, but that's the thing about being on tour. So, it came to an idea. We were like, let's do a tour. Let's call it Soda Boys. Let's uh, let's put these dates together. And the one thing that I get asked all the time about, which I've even covered this in the podcast before, is just, how do you put together shows in other places? Right. And I'm just like, it's email, man. It's a lot of email and phone calls. It's a lot, yeah. It's just... We got um, we got lucky with Missoula because like I when I go on tour I never expect to like uh like the first time I ever do a city I never expect to make money or do well because it's right. the first time I've been there exactly and uh, 
we got lucky with Missoula because I was like, not only was it the perfect venue, but I was like, we 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 could do this again easily. And Absolutely. the Roxy Theater was like, yeah, come back anytime. So yeah, so yeah, a lot of emailing, and we just kind of like put shows together, and we put this this line from like Missoula all the way to like uh, for you Austin, you know. Yeah. So it's just like this big loop, and uh, but it was a lot of fun, and we we had a lot of good dates. Um, what would you, what's one thing you would do differently that some people don't think about? Oof. Um, <laughs> um, this might sound uh, a little harsh, but, uh, I would have, uh, lowered my expectations. <laughs> of, yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, um, lowered my expectations and like, been a little bit more on the ball sort of like with some of the venues that we went to yeah yeah um, i you know it's uh that's probably the longest run of shows i've done in a little bit yeah and uh i kind of i i completely agree with you like for example when we did uh eugene yeah like they didn't even have our poster up yeah. And I was like, is that my fault or their fault? Like, I didn't even know. Yeah. Like, I was like... Uh, exactly. And there's just so many shows blurred together. I'm like, did I even make a... No, I made a poster. Like, I was, like, yeah, debating. No. <laughs> I was debating what was even happening because I was just yeah. so, like... We booked shows and then made a poster. It was like, yeah, the poster thing was not on us, I feel like. Yeah, but it, it just kind of, like... You're, you're right. Like, just touching base with venues and kind of bugging them a little bit more. Right. But it's so hard when you're doing that many shows. Yeah, I, I think I think another thing I would have done, especially like again in, in terms of uh, the Eugene show, which maybe it feels like we're talking shit about the Eugene show. It was fun. It was great. No, don't get me wrong. Yeah. It was, it was, we're doing uh, Eugene. We both looked at each other and we're like, yeah, let's do the city again. Yes, loved Eugene. Uh, fun fact: I was born in Eugene, so like that that was also cool to like go to like the place I was born. So, like, I want to go back there again for sure. Yeah. But um, the two local comics that we had on the show, Chaz and Max. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, two great guys. Two very funny guys. Yeah. Um, Trying to do great things in Eugene. And exactly. they are. They're, like, they have all kinds of shows they run. Yeah. And they're both very talented. Exactly. Like, and that's another great thing about going on tour is uh, you get a much bigger appreciation for how great, like, a lot of small local scenes are, but, uh, I mean, and we can talk about that here in a little bit, but, um, they, they both said like, yeah, go, come through us next time. Like, yeah. Like really connecting with like the local comics in like whatever town you're going to, to like see. Yeah. Like to see what they would do. Yeah, exactly. I, I, you know, that's the thing of, I mean, that's, a perfect example of when I say I never expect to do well the first time around Yeah, was like, we got there and uh word on the street was that we picked the wrong venue. Yeah. That was a thing too. Yeah. Where they're <laughs> like, Oh no, we, some people are boycotting this place or whatever. Like we still yeah. had a decent turnout, but at the same time it was like, you get, there was just like a, like a vacuum in the room. <laughs> Yeah, it was like um, I, I won't say the name of the venue if you're really curious. It's on the poster, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess like those guys got into some hot water over like some like transphobia issues and like yeah, yeah some stuff that like you would only be aware of if you lived in Eugene. Exactly. And so yeah, I mean, but we met the guys for next time we do Eugene. That like, exactly. You know, they Chaz like puts like a couple of shows together. Max has been doing stand up yeah. his own album. Shout out Chaz and Max, you guys were fucking awesome. Yeah, great time. Yeah. You know, but uh yeah, that's like a great example of like, oh okay, it's hit or miss with this. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but um I don't know. anything else I would the only other thing I would change is just um we had it was like a mixture of like we had some time off and then also we had like globbed together shows. Like <laughs> Yeah, like very sort of <laughs> Uh, hastily put together, we'll say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I think originally we were like, okay, let's take some time between shows. Yeah. And then uh, venues came back and being like, no, I can only do this date. 
Yeah. And it was just like, like okay, let's do it, I guess. <laughs> you know, I remember like you emailing me and being like, this venue can only do, and I'm like, isn't that the day after this show? And you're like, yeah. And I'm just like, <sighs> you know what? Fine. Yeah, let's th- just throw it on. That's how it was uh, for uh, Seattle. That was like... Yeah, we did Missoula and then woke up the next day and did Seattle. That's yeah. not... like is, no. I don't like driving that much. That, that was horrible. That was... I mean... So, like, I mean, like, where we live, uh, like, well, like, like, where we've been staying lately, it's like, Missoula is four hours away, and then Seattle is four hours away. So opposite like, directions. Opposite directions. <laughs> it's like, we're right in the middle, in Coeur d'Alene. So, it's like, um, we drove, you know, eight hours round trip to, you know, Missoula, yeah. and then eight hours round trip again to Seattle. <laughs> that was a rough 16 hours, my friend. <laughs> Yeah, and then I got on a plane. Oh, yeah. Remember? Like, I literally was like, we can't be late because I have to get straight on a plane. That's right. That was, yeah. And then I flew to L.A. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was L.A., wasn't it? Yeah, I went to L.A., and then I was in L.A. for, like, five days. Yeah. And then I flew to Portland. Yeah. And then I was in Portland for a week, and then I flew back home, and I was like, this is the time. I am extremely tired. <laughs> yeah, that was like, because like, I haven't done comedy in LA yet, you know, and I really wanted to go, but that was like, that was, there was no way that was happening for me. Yeah. Too poor for that one. It was, yeah, it was rough. It was a rough time. And, uh, yeah. And then, and then when I got back from that is kind of when I started realizing I was ill. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, I can't, for some reason, my body doesn't like me. Right. And so that's when I decided to not go with you to uh, the Flagstaff and to not go to uh, Austin with you. Yeah. Because I was like, I should probably just stay home and and heal up, which Mm -hmm. ended up being a longer process than I thought. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was, and like, uh, I I wish um, I, I was a little bit more aware during that time. Because you were like, I'm not feeling so good, man. And I'm like, yeah, isn't that like always? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how like everyone was just like, yeah, you're, you know, you just did some trips. You'll be fine. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. And then it was like, <laughs> I would sleep for 24 hours and be like, I feel still, still, I don't, I'm yeah. not good. <laughs> I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so, um, you did, you did the comedy festival. So this is, yeah. So to kind of finish up the tour. We had dates. We did the dates. Yep. Uh, I wish I brought more merch. Yep. Uh, we should have been a little more on the ball with uh, the venues. Uh, we learned a lot, and now we're kind of taking what we learned, and we're booking uh, shows for next year at yeah. some of those same places, like Missoula and Eugene and, and uh, most likely Seattle and Portland again. Yeah. So it, it, it's like a, a learning experience. We know, we know what works up here because we're both from Phoenix. <laughs> yep. So we're like, oh, this is it's it's different touring over here, and uh, and then um, one thing that you do more than I do is festivals. Yes. Uh, so maybe uh, you have some advice on getting into festivals. Yeah, uh, and that and that's one of those things. It's like. Because people have asked me before, like, how do I get into festivals? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you know? Like, it's one of the, It's a very... What's a good way of describing this? It's not fully tangible. Yeah. You know? It's like... It's like, I have a I have a friend named uh, Tony Tripoli. You know him. Yeah. Uh, Tony Tripoli uh, used to go on tour and open for Joan Rivers, and he was uh, one of the... Like he was like the executive, one of the executive producers of like Fashion Police and like a few others, you know. Yeah, he's put on like some like really well known shows. Yeah, like like Tony is a well known guy. He's super fucking funny. Yeah, too. yeah, very talented. Yeah, um, and it's like even he is like, uh, he posted something about like not getting into like the Tucson Comedy Festival, you know. <laughs> yeah, and it's. <laughs> But and it's like oh, I I I get to do these sometimes. Like, what's different about me? And it's, I think comedy festivals, it's all. I think it's just about the energy that you put out into it. It's I've done three this year. Yeah, this is my 
my first year doing festivals, and I've done three. I've yeah. done, I did Bird City Comedy Festival, Big Pine Comedy Festival, and Altercation Comedy Festival. Right. And Altercation was incredible this year. Yeah. Like, Austin, I had an amazing time there. But, like, it's, it's, an, it's an energy that is very... Everyone there is very original. It was right. it was really strange because it's like you know like coming up in like the open mic scene, you know in any scene is like we were we were talking about this on the way to record this podcast was like so often I feel like a lot of comedians are just sort of like a hive mind and <laughs> will just like talk about sort of like the same stuff yeah really the like like an altercation this year really the only subject that was like broached upon multiple times was Trump. Yeah, that was like a good amount of, of politics there. Which, well, that's—I you know. mean, I—I I think that's that kind of goes in hand with it. Is some festivals that I've been to or yeah. like been around. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the reason those comics that are in it is because they all kind of fit together. So it may not be that you're not a great comic. Sure, it may be that like your style is not what that festival is looking for. Exactly. Or, like like I've told this even on stage, is that one time I got turned down by a festival and the email said, we, we just have enough white guys with glasses. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, like I, that's, like, fair. Like, I, yeah. thank you for telling me that it wasn't, oh, it's not that you're you're not funny. It's just, like, literally we don't want a whole stage of white guys with glasses. And I, yeah. I completely agree. I don't want to see that. <laughs> right, exactly. And it's like, you know, um... Like, getting into Bird City uh, this year, it's like, like, I made a ton of connections there. Yeah. And then after that, that was like, uh, I made enough connections to get into uh, Altercation. And yeah. then, you know, like, after Altercation, it's like, we were talking talking about tour stuff. It's like, um yeah, we're going to hit those same places that we hit last year, or this year, like this last tour. Yeah. But I met a ton of comics at Altercation from a bunch of different scenes who were like, please come to, like, my city. Yeah, like exactly. So it's like, we're hitting those places that we did this year, but, like, we're also going to be hitting, like, almost all of the South. And then, like... Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's like, uh, you know, that's... I mean, every every tour I've ever put together is, you know, uh, maybe something I found and then later a better version is a comic found with me or something. You exactly. Know? And, and so it's – everything is so relationship-based in comedy. It's yeah. ridiculous. Like, it, it's so funny how – like, when I used to live in Louisville and I would tour around there. Yeah. It was so much of, like, I came through a city one time, did an open mic, and then they're like, hey, you want to, like, headline this other place in a couple months? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's what I was looking for. I was looking for, like, I'm fishing it out, like, hey, you know. And so, yeah, you go into, like, festivals or being, like, even when I was just around festivals, it's like, you you just start meeting people that are, like, also like-minded that way of, like, oh, yeah, we fit together. Let's do something, or you know. Exactly. Like, um... And, I mean, that's, it's like, if you want to get into a festival, like, I'll give you, like, the same advice that I would give, like, any comic who's just starting out, that's just, like, just be fucking nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, um, I mean, be nice, It's it takes more than being nice to get into a festival, of course. You gotta be nice and also, you know, be good at comedy. Right. But, um, like, but... Like, it's like you said, like, everything is so relationship-based. It's like, um, so, when I did Bird City, I opened for this guy named Ian Abramson, who I think is uh, an underrated uh, genius in comedy right now. He's a guy out of Chicago. Yeah, he's very funny. Super funny guy. Uh, Really just insanely funny and inventive comedian. Um and so I got to host his show, his like headliner show for Bird City, and then I had a good set. Uh, and sitting in the crowd was uh, this guy Mishka Shubali. Yeah. Who, um, if you don't know him, uh, he is a New York Times bestselling author, uh, professor at Yale, and uh, also um, 
and sings really sad, funny songs and goes on tour with like Doug Stanhope and stuff. Yeah. And he was also on the festival. And uh, I had become a fan of his in the past couple of months because I kept hearing his name. And I looked him up and I think he's fucking amazing. And he just like sort of spun me around like after the show and was like, you're really fucking funny. I'm like, ah, I'm a big fan. And, um, after the festival ended, he was like, you impressed me so much. I'm going to put in a good word for you to JT Habersat, the, the guy who runs Altercation Comedy Festival. Yeah. And it just ended up working out like that. Sometimes it's luck. Sometimes, yeah, you know? it's I yeah I I've gotten a handful of gigs just the exact same way of like a guy in the crowd is like oh I put on this other thing exactly and uh, so that's it's uh something we talk about a lot at like open mics you and I do is uh, the, the idea when we see comics getting upset that there's four people in the crowd. Yeah. And they're like, I'm not going to really do my best. I, you know, I'm going to phone why? it in. And I'm like, what if, like, one of those people is, like, uh, like he works at Comedy Central and he yeah. just is having dinner Yeah, at an open mic because he's like, yeah, let's see what's happening here. Exactly. It's not a crazy story. I've heard that story since I started doing comedy is I was at this open mic and then this happened. Right. Exactly. It's like, but put in the effort, be funny, be friendly, you know, like, yeah. just, just be, just, just do the work and, uh, you it know, is... and then if you're, if you're nice to people, it, it pays off very well. <laughs> well, yeah. And it's like, I, I think people have like a very strange idea of like what being a comedian is sometimes yeah. that's like, um, if you, if you have it in you to be like, I'm going to go to this open mic and put on a show, and then you don't just because there's four people in there. It's like, aren't you there to, like, practice being a performer? Yeah. Like, and that's, like, I mean, that's a huge thing in, in my own personal act is, like, being a showman, being, you know, being a performer as well as being, like, a joke writer. Yeah. It's like... You know, being a comedian is both of those things. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree. I always compare it to sports when we get onto this topic is that, like, it, I, you know, it's like with football, it's always good to practice with the pads on. Yeah. You know, course. like, fully suited up, it's the it's game day. Exactly. You know? That's, like, you want to go at it that way. It's like, this is, yeah. I'm going to do it the exact same way I'm going to do it in front of thousands of people. Yeah. That's so important. Absolutely. So, Comedy festivals, be friendly, be thoughtful, yeah. reach out to people. Yeah. Kind of like, I, I mean, I've done that before. It's like I've emailed people that got into festivals and I'm like, hey, is there a best way to go about this? Yeah. Is there something you notice? And they might give you a suggestion on what kind of tape you send. They might give you yeah. a suggestion of like, oh, yeah, but also email it to this guy at the same time. Yeah. That's, that's a big thing with festivals as well is like – Get you a good quality tape, for sure. Yeah. There's like a five to ten minute video that's like just you doing your A material, a good crowd, good camera, like good venue. Yeah. The venue is like a thing that I've learned only recently. Yeah. Because of like uh, some TV stuff that I was working on. Yeah. It's It's just the, they're like, oh yeah, I liked your tape, but can you do it? At, like, a professional, like, owned club or something. Like, they, like, yeah. immediately were, like, uh, maybe a place that your friend doesn't run type of idea. Yeah. <laughs> I sent, like, you know, because I was, like, using tapes from, like, places back home where it's, like, Comedy Off Main Street or, like, Grand yeah. Ave Pizza. You know, yeah. places that I do regularly. And they're, like, yeah, those are, like, your home. Like, what about somewhere you're not at home? Exactly. That was, like... Like my my five minute video that uh, that I used to get into festivals um, was actually shot at ASU at yeah. Arizona State University, uh, like basically doing comedy in between like the student ran like sketch show slash improv show that they do there every week, and like not a comedy club, by, yeah, by any means, but it's like. It's a good-looking venue. Yeah, it looks that, professional. That had, like, a good crowd. And, like, the camera that was used to film me was, like, a really good camera. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's. I mean, it's just like little things like that. Like, well, it's funny. I mean, I'm I'm getting close to eleven years now, and I think the uh, this is my second or third time ever having a good tape. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's so hard to come by. And then I'm such a perfectionist where I'm like, I've literally deleted something because yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't like how I said that. Right, exactly. Dismissing the whole other part of the tape. <laughs> Just being like, yeah, that one word, it's weird. I'm I'm gone. I'm, yeah. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I don't like how I said fuck. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, fuck. <laughs> so uh, that kind of leads us into uh, the album. Yeah. So speaking of things that I... Perfecting something for so long. Oh, we've been talking about the album <laughs> since I met you, and probably you were talking about it before I met you. <laughs> yeah, no, I first uh, I first had a venue lined up. Yep, in Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> yep. So before we met, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, I was living in Louisville over three years ago. Yeah, something like that. So. Uh, yeah, and then I went through the major breakup, and it changed my whole comedy career. Track number seven, the major breakup. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I don't even know what number it is. I was like, oh, like, I didn't even know. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, like, I, I had, like, an idea, and this is what was happening with the album. Yeah. I would, January, I would make a list of, like, this is what's going on the album. Mm-hmm. By May, I would throw away half of that. Yeah. And then by December, because I was always trying to, like, book the venue at the end of the year, so it would be, like, October, November, December, like, somewhere around there. Right. And uh, by the time it started getting closer and closer, I was like, no, no, my first half of the album's not as strong as my second half. Mm, And I was just going through all this growth and always trying to perfect it so much. Yeah. Where it literally became to a point... Where uh, I think you're, you are one of the people that are like, can you just record it? Can you just like, right. can you just put it down? <laughs> it's like, well, at this point, the the material that you do on the album, yeah, is like I I have seen it so many times by this point, and it's like. Just fucking do it already. What are you waiting for? Yeah. And even, this is how how uh, detailed I was getting. Yeah. Even the week that I went and recorded that album. Yeah. I added and changed, like, the day before. Yeah. And, like, no, perfected, I, I like, perfected small little things. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, like, when, <laughs> like we, when the... we listened to the album together, like, all the jokes together for the first time, it was like... You did this joke different than every time I've seen you do it. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> I was just, like, trying to get it better. <laughs> like, to the very last minute. And then we sit and we listen to the whole album. And my face is like, well, I could have done it better. <laughs> like, your your entire comedy career sort of reminds me of that old I Love Lucy episode where they're, like, trying to, like, package chocolates together. Yeah, and they're getting yeah. so overwhelmed that they're just, like, eating it and, like, trying to do it. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, like, the album had so many changes. And also, to throw in the fact that, like, I did do a comedy special version of it. Yeah. Kind of. A a different version. Right. And then that comedy special never got released. Mm -hmm. It got shelved by the company. Yeah. And that's... That really kind of, like, took out my motivation for a year. Right. (laughs) Like, a whole year of just being like, well, I guess... I guess I'll just stop doing comedy or something. Yep. Damn you, Jeff Bezos. Damn you. <laughs> you think he saw it? <laughs> no. I don't think anyone saw it. And he was like, no, thank you. <laughs> I don't know what happened to that thing. <laughs> Me neither, man. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's literally like, I'm okay because the album is better than that. Yeah, fair enough. It really is. It's literally better than the special. So I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, I recorded the special at Comedy Off Main Street, mm-hmm. which is, uh, you know, one of my face- favorite places to go in Phoenix. Yeah. But um, it's what I've always wanted. Yeah. Was I always wanted 40 to 50 people in there. Like an intimate crowd. Yeah. Like, I want to get 40 people very worked up. 
Yeah. Because it's, that's like, that's when I'm in my prime. When there's 400 people in a room and like it starts getting to that point, there's a turning point where you get so many people in a room where the front half get the joke before the back half. Yeah. And then like you have to change your timing because you're like playing to the front and back. Yeah. And like you hear that sometimes on like large comedy albums and you're just like, that's not, I don't want to like take weird pauses. I want to like just work through it at how I work through it and be like in it. Yeah. I mean, that is like also like at a place like comms, right? It's like at comedy off main street. I've had some of the best sets of my life there. Yeah, me too. And when you get a big laugh there, it feels like a big laugh. Yeah, because the ceilings are four feet high. Yeah, and like, that is... Listen up, comedy club owners. (laughs) Why are the ceilings so high? (laughs) Always. Sometimes, not always. Sometimes. Yeah. It seems like the newer built clubs, always. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like the first time you step into a club that's like brand new and you're like, oh, this is massive. Like, why yeah. are you, if you put right. the ceiling down, like. <laughs> yeah. You can't hear shit. Yeah. You know? you know, it just starts sounding like an auditorium. Yeah. Uh, which is the grossest <laughs> thing to me. Right. An, an, audium, an audit, auditorium with just like a bunch of framed pictures of Christopher Titus. That's <laughs> <laughs> just, that is. Just bouncing off of people's sneakers. Right. <laughs> just. Sounds getting into chicken wings. And... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just. We, you and I together. Yeah. Put, uh, you, you helped me finalize the list of the jokes. Yeah. We worked through. I added stuff. I even removed tracks before it was released. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of like polished it that way. Um, uh, you actually, you took the cover album picture. I did. Yeah. Uh, Living, living with you has somehow uh, turned me into a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're decent enough to do the cover of my album. Yeah. Which has uh, Scarlet uh, burning my chest hair. Yes. That was... I remember the day before we were going to, like, shoot everything. Yeah. And I was talking to you about, like... I was like, what are your ideas for <laughs> the album cover? And you told me... Some of the most wackadoo, fucking crazy ideas <laughs> that were like, like I wanna, I want this like a beautiful woman, yeah, to be over me, <laughs> yeah, while I'm wearing a midriff bearing shirt, right? And she's lighting my chest hair on fire, and I was like, why? And you were like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like there was, there was like I wanted something that had multiple layers. Yeah. And, uh, the one thing I was really keeping in mind, uh, is, is, uh, I can have my own personal reason behind the cover Yeah. that I can keep to myself. But I really was like, when you are at a record store, you know, some of those exist and you're flipping through vinyls Yeah. and it's an artist you've never heard of, but the cover is just so different yeah. It doesn't have a picture of a guy's face on it smiling or something. It's no. just literally, it's, it, it, it's, it's so different. There is a moment, even if it's a split second, you're like, huh. And then maybe you keep flipping and maybe you look at it more. Oh yeah. I just wanted that moment to exist. Exactly. That and is... it really has. <laughs> no, exactly. That is like, like my favorite album art of all time is, uh, an album by the band Emerson Lake and Palmer. Yeah. And it's called Tarkus. Yeah. And the front cover is like a barren sort of desert scene, but like right in the middle is a is an armadillo that is a tank. <laughs> and it's like why? Yeah. <laughs> like and like I have never listened to that album. I just love the album art so much because it is so fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I just, I wanted something that would stick out, and the album's been out for two months? Yeah, two months or so. Yeah, roughly. Well, yeah. no, like a little over a month. So, yeah, let's say two. Um, and right away, I started getting a lot of messages about the cover art, <laughs> yeah. like, deep meanings. Yeah. Like, what it, what is it? 
What was that? Uh, that one website that reviews comedy albums. What do they say? Comedy about? hype. Comedy hype. Yeah. Comedy <laughs> hype made a wonderful connection that yeah. I absolutely love. Yeah. Is uh, it is amazing that they got this. So comedy hype. They amazing website. Uh, they have an amazing Instagram that I follow, and they cover comedy from all angles it's like a new comedy news but they review albums and they reviewed my album and the thing they said about my art was that it it may mean nothing and then you listen to the album and i may be referring to uh a breakup on the cover and having a beautiful girl burn my heart (laughs) and i loved that so much and i love that you know and since comedy hype did that I've gotten uh, a handful of messages of people being like, hey, I read this in Comedy Hub. Is that, is that true? And I'm just like, I don't know, man, is it? You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's like, I mean, we haven't, we haven't even talked about uh, the other pictures that we took that also might have been the, the album cover. Yeah. I took a handful of pictures that I was like, are all crazy shit. Yeah. That literally have, they only come from love. It's what I first want to say. Yes, absolutely. They there was no like sick motivation behind any of it. Yeah, and and the girl uh, Scarlet that we worked with, uh, Scarlet was so rad. Yeah, she's like just, a friend of ours. Yeah, no, she, like a friend, and she was like up for anything. Yeah, and she thought it was like hilarious, and some yeah. of it was actually her idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm. I mean, really, I think my my favorite was she put like like a sock puppet on her hand, and like you were putting lipstick on the sock puppet. Yeah, I like I sort of like that just a little bit more than the burning the chest hair one. Yeah, I like I love that picture. Yeah, and I also love. Uh, uh, I had this idea that like I didn't have a full idea. I had an idea that like I was like I want juice. To be poured, and I didn't know if I like wanted it in my mouth or like in, in like a cup that she's holding. Like I had a bunch of like I did. I just really wanted like an excessive amount of juice. Yeah. And for both of us to be like, oh no, <laughs> like that was the whole idea. And so we took like a couple of variations of it, yeah. and then she she was like, "What if you were like behind me and you're feeding me like a baby bird?" Yeah. <laughs> and I was like. I really like that idea. Yeah. And so then we took that one and, and we posted that and people were like, I have no idea what's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking the picture and I'm like, me neither. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I'm in the picture and I'm like, oh, I think it's funny. I guess this is it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and uh, so so we took that one and I posted that before the album came out. Yeah. And people lost their minds. Yeah. We got a lot of likes online and, and people really enjoyed it. And uh, it actually like, like every, I tagged, scarlet and like she got, she got like tons of followers that day and i i loved uh, the idea that people are like hey girl what are you uh <laughs> you, uh, I, I you heard you like juice you like ma- mango juice how do you feel about you know and then she posted on her page and mango people are like juice <laughs> and then and then she posted on her page and everyone's like i don't know what's happening <laughs> yeah everyone everyone following her is like why <laughs> yeah yeah she's like it's funny yeah um, so yeah, we did the cover art, did the CD, recorded it, um, Chad Reed, who, uh, mixes the podcast, mixed the album. I adore Chad with every fiber of my being. Uh, now let's talk about what I would do differently. Okay. Uh, well, well, I have a list. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would. Um, I think, uh, uh, I would, I would release it through a different company. Yeah. Uh, some people know that I originally had like a deal with Pandora. Yeah. That was kind of like, it, it, I just, I released some stuff on Pandora before yeah. and then I messaged them and I was like, can we work together? And they kind of like set me up a better account and then I submitted the album yeah. and uh, it's been out for two months and Pandora still hasn't put it on their, their thing. That is odd, isn't it? I don't know what that means. No, um, me neither. <laughs> and uh, so I'm still waiting for the process of Pandora to put it up. But uh, they gave me advice. They helped me out. They kind of, like, steered me in the right direction with a lot of, like, the recording and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, I went into the mind of, like, I was just going to put it on Pandora. Yeah. And then as we recorded it and started going through it, I was like, well, I think I should just release it on everything at once. Yeah. 
And so then I used a company online that uh, does that for you. And to be honest, it was easy to work with them. But at the same time, like they submitted for all the companies you can submit for at once. And uh, it didn't it didn't go as smoothly. Nope. <laughs> it uh, immediately was on iTunes early. Then yep. I wanted to. It launched the day I had a show with, with Andrew Rivers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like literally sitting in the green room and I'm like, my album just came out. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> like stealing, like eating stolen candy. In the green <laughs> <room>. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it just kind of like didn't set me up for success of like releasing all at once. Yeah. And uh, so that kind of like hindered uh, sales in a little bit. And then uh, I really liked how it turned out on Spotify. Yeah. Working with Spotify is great. Yeah. A lot of people seem to listen to it on Spotify. I think that's like one of the most ways people have listened to it. Oh, yeah. Spotify is like so great. I'm a huge Spotify fan. Yeah. That and it's just like it's easy to put stuff on there. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They made it it super easy. And so that's great. And, you know, I really was kind of, like, hoping to go off of my Instagram following to get the album out there. Yeah. And that seemed to work. And I got some great reviews right away. And uh, people have seemed to really love... Uh, I mean, the Starbucks joke is probably the most popular. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean I've mean, i told you before, that's probably my favorite joke, of course. Yeah, and so that's that kind of comes to, like, what I would do differently is... I, I, I You know, when you're picking a venue record there before because i did it all in one night and uh i did two different shows but the thing was i nailed it in the first show yeah totally i nailed it perfectly uh, you know in the first show and so the second show i was loose and i didn't really do the album and uh i really screwed myself that way because (laughs) chad chad was like why would you do that why would you only give me one recording right (laughs) why couldn't you let me mix two and so uh, it was a little bit harder on Chad. It turned out great. The audio is great, but it, it made it harder on Chad that he didn't have multiple takes to go from. Yeah. To kind of like get different angles, get more laughter, like record, like recorded laughter in different areas. Yeah. And uh, so maybe just try out that venue before. Maybe yeah. like even put on fifteen minutes and record. You know, do a fifteen minute set and record it yeah. with like professional equipment. That like you're gonna do the album that way. Exactly. Or like, do like a weekend. Yeah, exactly. Or do the whole weekend and record the whole weekend. Yeah. Um, definitely get yourself someone that uh, mixes and definitely uh, I would, you know, here's the thing. I didn't have anyone there that night besides me that knows a lot about audio. Yeah. And so it was really me kind of guiding myself and being like, oh, I got it. You know, like, <laughs> just, I don't know, man. So those are, that's where I, I let myself down a little bit. And also, don't wait as long to release the album. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> dude, I mean, you've had this hour for so long now. It's like, oh. I mean, it's not the same hour. No, I mean, for sure. But, but like, yeah, it's like I've had an hour to record. Yeah. For years. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It's like you know, next year will be my third year, and I'm like, I'm gonna release like a half hour. 20 minutes i don't care i want to put something out you know yeah. like is that the the right mentality to have probably not <laughs> <laughs> but also i don't know man it's gotta be a little bit more sure of yourself yeah yeah it's just i don't know it's one of those things do you have any uh closing remarks about any of this that we've talked about yeah i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> I usually got something to say. You're like, oh, an opportunity to talk? Yeah, I got a... <laughs> Zach, I'm holding a microphone, of course. Yeah. <laughs> You'll pry this microphone out of my cold dead hands. Yeah, I I think that... Um, I was talking to a friend of mine recently, and uh, a friend of mine back home in Phoenix. Yeah. And he was like... We were talking about the road, basically. Yeah. And he was like, I can, I can hit the road, sure. But I feel like there's just more building to do in phoenix okay and i'm like that's fair but like how are you gonna get people to see you if you stay in one spot right and that is the biggest thing i want to like i want to impart on the listeners is like like if you're a comic and you got you know however many minutes you got and you want to you you think you're ready for the big show 
and you want to get eyes on you, travel. Yeah. Hit the road. Even if it even if it's just you're just doing open mics. Um I'm so big into that because I, I feel uh for my comedy at least, it's extremely important for me to be a little worldy. Yeah. You know, just like just like enjoy the like even just the US and all sides of it. Yeah. And I am an example of someone that hit the road very early. Yeah. I Same. I was very yeah, exactly. I was I was very new. And I went on tour, and everyone uh, was like, that's so cool, you went on tour. And I got eaten alive on the tour. Yeah. I really did My jokes didn't hit in some areas. Uh, I didn't realize how much, like, uh, only worked in Phoenix, and it yeah. won't work in the middle of Nebraska. Right. And uh, so it, it made me a way better comic, and I was totally happy with that. Yeah. And it just made me work harder, and then that's why every single time, I've been on tour. I've learned so much. Yeah. And I, that's the only, cause I'm just, I, it might be because I'm hard headed or something, but, yeah. but like it, it, I just have to like face it and be like, oh, this is a better way to do this that I've been doing. Exactly. If it's a joke or booking or anything. So yeah. I, I agree. Build, build up in Phoenix, but at the same time, it's always good to yeah. get out. Like home is comfortable. Yeah. But like you don't grow in the shade. Yeah. Like, it's, you gotta, like, leaving Phoenix, I mean, which is, which is to say, for me, leaving home, leaving home made my comedy so much better. You, just, you, you just, I think the longer you spend away from home, the better you you can get at comedy. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, be nice, be funny. Yep. It's uh, my, my life motto. So, Lou Moon, where, uh, where can people find you on the internet? Okay, uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter, uh, at Lou Moon Comedy. I, I recently wanted to change my Instagram handle because it was uh, open to uh, Steely Dan official. Because <laughs> like, I want to be the Instagram presence for Steely Dan. Uh, and you told me uh, that was dumb and that I shouldn't do it. So you can find me on Instagram at Lou Moon Comedy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just imagine all those people that are like, what was his name? Lou Moon? And then they're like, you don't come up in the search. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, immediately I was like, don't. Because no one's looking for Steely Dan and wants to find <laughs> Lou Moon. And uh, you can find me. Just go to my Instagram. You know, like I have a website and I got like a Twitter yeah. And I got all those things. But Instagram, man. I am uh, at Zach Lyman Podcast, which uh, is the reason I want to bring back the podcast. And so my name is no longer a lie. Yeah. And, uh, you know, thank you guys for checking this out and always listening. And and uh, if you have any questions, comments, uh, DM me and I will uh, probably ignore it. So thank you so much. Bye. And outro music. <laughs>